Good evening. Welcome to Forest Heights Baptist Church. We appreciate you tuning in with us. If you're a guest with us, we're excited about your presence with us. Uh, yes, we're doing this again. We did this this morning, and um, we're uh, during this time, we just didn't have in-person services. Hopefully, uh, next week, we'll all be back to normal, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Also, I want to remind you, next Sunday evening, I'll be doing a trumpet concert, and um, that will be at the church, and uh, it's a free concert, 6 o'clock p.m. I hope all of you can come and join with us. should be a great time together. Um, I thought I'd start off this evening's uh, service with another uh, flugelhorn thing, more precious medley. It's, O Lord, you're, um, Lord, you're more precious than silver, and then, O Lord, you're beautiful by Keith Green, and then also, O Desire of My Heart by uh, Marty Parks. So I hope you enjoy this.
Well, welcome. We are so glad you're here to join with us. We um, pray that God will bless you during this time. And it's Sunday evening, and we're going to be in Genesis tonight. We're going to talk about Jacob. Um, I know that uh, God has exciting things in store for us. So let's um, begin with a word of prayer. Father, I just thank you for all you do for us. I thank you for this chance to be together tonight. And Lord, I just ask you to be with those that are not doing well, that are struggling with the, either COVID or other illnesses, who are struggling with loss of loved ones, Lord, that are just struggling. Lord, there's life just pressures us in so many ways. And Lord, we just come to you right now and just ask for your presence in our lives in a special way. I thank you for all you do for us. I thank you for the opportunities you give us. I thank you for your love and grace and mercy. Now bless our time together, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. As I catch my breath. <laughs> anyway, we're glad you're here. Um, we're in Genesis 29, and um, I love the stories of the Bible. I, I, um, I just like the way they teach us, and I like that it's real people doing real things and struggling with real issues, and uh, that even the people in the, the, the what we call the superstars of the Bible struggle and go through different times. So in Genesis 29, it says this, Then Jacob continued on his journey and came to the land of eastern peoples. There he saw a well in the field and three flocks of sheep lying near it because the flocks were watered from that well. The stone over the mouth of the well was large. Then all the flocks were gathered there. The shepherds would roll the stone away from the well's mouth and water the sheep. Then they would return the stone to its place over the mouth of the well. Jacob asked the shepherds, My brothers, where are you from? They are, we're from Haran, they replied. And he said to them, Do you know Laban, Nahor's grandson? Oh, yes, we know him, they answered. Then Jacob asked him, is, this, is he well? Well, yes, he is, they said. And here comes his daughter, Rachel, with the sheep. Look, he said, the sun is still high. It is not time for the flocks to be gathered. What are the sheep and take them back to pasture? We can't, they replied, until all the flocks are gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the sheep. While he was still talking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. Then Jacob saw Rachel's daughter of Laban, Rachel, daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and Laban's sheep. He went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and began to weep aloud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and son of Rebekah. So he be, she ran and told her father. As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he hurried to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all these things. Then Laban said to him, you are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with him a whole month, Laban said to him, just because you are a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the same and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel was lo lovely in form and beauty. Jacob was in love with Rachel, and um, and said, "I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter Rachel." Laban said, "It is better that I give her to you than to some other man. Stay here with me." So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, give me my wife. My time is completed and I want to lie with her. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast. But when evening came, he took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob. And Jacob played with her. And Laban gave his servant girl Zilpah to his daughter as well as maidservant, as her maidservant. 
When morning came, there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? I serve you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? Laban replied, It is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one. Finish this daughter's bridal week, then we will give you the younger one also in return for another seven years of work. And Jacob did so. He finished the week with Leah, then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to his to be his wife. Laban Laban gave his servant girl Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maidservant. Jacob lay with Rachel also, and he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he worked for Laban another seven years. So here we have Jacob. Now, let's set up the story. Now, remember, Jacob was the son of Isaac and Rebekah. Now, if you remember, Jacob was a twin. He had a brother Esau. Now, they had fought in the womb. And remember, Jacob tricked Esau out of his birthright and gave up, and also out of the blessing from his dad, Isaac. So Jacob was really on the run when he came to meet Laban, and he had taken all because he knew Esau was after him. He was in big trouble, mister. <laughs> so anyway, so he, that's the setup for the story. So here he is, and he's gone to Laban, his kinsman, his uncle. He, he, he knew this man. He was somebody that he, he had not really met him, but he knew of him by the stories from his mom. And so here we have Jacob. So he, um, he um, Isaac was, was 40 uh, when he buried Rebekah. And um, when he was 60, 20 years later is when Jacob was born. Now, we remember that um, after Jacob had kind of done all the trickster stuff, here he comes and he's, and he's picked up here. So now... It, 29 is a really great chapter because it, it is tells about all kinds of things about who he was and the, about how he met his girl, the, basically the girl of his dreams. Um, really, when he first saw her, he fell in love with her. We know that first love sight, you know, that first, you know, there he was. And, and, and like I said, we, we remember that Jacob was somebody that had, had, um, run away from his past. And and there was, he had just had the dream before that about the ladder, remember? Um, the dream of the angels going up and down the ladder, Jacob's ladder, we are climbing Jacob's ladder. Um, and it was, and God had promised him blessings on his family and it, how large a family it would be. So we know Jacob is going to be really blessed and he really is. So, this spiritual awakeness to Jacob, he really spoke to him and gave him great promises. And Jacob was excited. Jacob put, even moved the stone. He, he, he put the stone on his head on, and made it a pillow. And it was a memorial that God had spoken to him in this place. And he vowed to give a tenth of everything he ever had to the Lord. And Jacob continued his journey to come up to the well. And then here he comes with all these similarities in his story was his father's story. Remember, his father wanted to marry, his, had a child late in life. Isaac was, you know, Isaac was was, pro, was the promised one. It was promised he was going to be, you know, this father of all these people. And if you also remember, Isaac was the one, um, his daddy was going to sacrifice him. That's a scary thought, isn't it? So we have all these things, all these twirling around. And so, here he had found, um, Isaac had found his 
the, remember Isaac's servant found Rachel, Rebecca, at, uh, at a well. And remember he said, if you let, if you'll offer to also feed my animals and something to drink, this must be the one. And it was, and he brought her home and it was, it was all so exciting. That he'd gone to another place to get, well, here we go, Jacob, off to another place. Rebecca happens, to, I mean, Rachel happens to come up with her sheep and, and all this so similar to what his dad had gone through. And so Jacob made this deal with Laban. He says, now Laban, I've fallen in love with Rachel. There's no two ways about it. I love her. So I want you to let me marry, um, marry her and I'll work for you for free for seven years. And, and so it, here, that's a, that's a long time to work for, for your woman. That is really, I mean, you think about it, that's a long time. And he made that deal. And he seemed like what? It seemed like but a day. It didn't seem like any time at all because he was so in love with Rachel, he couldn't wait. Now, Jacob didn't know the customs of the land. I find that interesting. I also find it interesting that, you know, he has this other daughter, Leah. Now, Leah, we, we like to, in the, in, um, Preacher terms, a lot of times call her, she was the ugly sister. <laughs> and we don't know that. She said she has weak eyes. Now, that could have meant a lot of things. Some some theologians think she might have had blue eyes instead of brown, or the customary brown eyes. Some think that she couldn't see well or that she squinted or she did something with them. Um, it, and you would have thought in the seven years, and my guess is Laban thought so too, that in the seven years that Jacob worked for him, that Leah would have found a husband by then and would have gotten married. But apparently those are, we guys are tough to look past. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We, we don't really know exactly. Some people think it didn't sparkle. You know, she didn't have a sparkling eyes and she kind of dead eyes, kind of whatever. But it's so interesting because here we go and and he, he was ready to do that, and the, Laban pulls the switch. Now, i got to wonder if both girls didn't have to go along with this. Somehow, I mean, let's face it, we know Le uh, Leah had to have gone along with it. They, Leah knew the score. Leah knew it from the beginning. She knew that Jacob loved Rachel, yet she has still agreed to this. Why? We don't know probably because she wasn't sure she would ever get a husband otherwise. And she figured one that didn't love her as much would be better than nothing. And so they probably had to, um, the, the authority of the father, we have to understand, is very strong in that, that culture. And so that authority took them a while to, to decide to do this. Um, they, they would listen to what the father said and they would have gone along with it. Lee, Rachel had to know what was going on. Let's face it, he was marrying, not her. And so Jacob had deceived his father and brother. Well, now all of a sudden it's coming back to haunt him, isn't it? You know, we, we uh, weave things, sometimes it comes back to haunt us, doesn't it? We all get, you know, our past catches up with us or um, they call it karma. I, I call it God shows us and teaches us lessons. Jacob had a big lesson taught. Now, how was he fooled? That's an interesting thing to me. You know, they had to look different when I had weak eyes, but they were sisters. They very well had similar body shapes, similar height, similar hair color, all that stuff. 
and with a veil, or maybe a dark, and it was dark. Who knows? He was fooled somehow. Um, you never know. Leah may have even loved Jacob secretly. We don't know this. We don't know any of all this. But, you know, it. I had something interesting happen to me. I was, um, when my brother was dating um, his wife now, Jean, they, um, I, I happened to call on Steve's phone and she thought I was Steve. And I had to kind of cut the conversation off because she started talking a little more lovey-dovey than I needed her to be talking to me about. And, and so it was just funny because she didn't see me she heard the voices, and our voices were similar because we're brothers. My guess is that could have happened very much to Jacob with Leah. We don't know. All we know is God had a plan. Jacob sinned, but he still, God had a plan. He, G, Jacob did things on his own, set up the birthright, set up all the stuff his own, when God still tuned it, but he still had the plan for Jacob and carried it out. So we get punished sometimes, but we're still under God's plan. It cost Jacob seven extra years of service. That's a long time. And then he ends up having two wives out of the thing. <laughs> and, it, and he had to have feelings for both. And of course, Leah knows that he loves her bet, the other one better. So you know there had to have been some animosity there. So how does God reward Leah? With the best reward a Jewish girl could ever have back then, sons. So Leah started having children, and Rachel did not. Leah starts having sons. Rachel had none. Jacob was all of a sudden in a mess, and he was really given no way out. He should have tried to love both girls, but apparently it was obvious he didn't. God's love and his shows his mercy to those that are despised or rejected. So when Leah was rejected, God blessed her with children, sons, which was a wonderful thing. So the two sisters must have been kind of at each other, but God, and they were in a difficult situation too. I cannot fathom what kind of situation that must have been. I, 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 I really can't. I can't understand how any of this could have come about. God gives us strength and mercy when we least expect it. God gives us strength and mercy even in our diverse, bad situations. God showed them and provided answers when there seemed to be none. He will meet our acceptance needs when we feel rejected. He did that for, for Leah. He will punish us when we go against him. Jacob had some difficult situations and some difficult times to deal with. He really did. He had some hard times to figure out, but yet he did. We can only make our lives something we could never imagine. Only God can do that. When you look at this and you think about this man wondering about how he was going to deal with two wives and then also two maidservants, which we get into also, all of a sudden, 
Jacob finds out. And then as you keep reading, Leah was loved and she had children. And she had the first one, Reuben. And then the second one she had was Simeon. And then she had Levi. And then she had Judah. Boom, four sons right off the bat. Those names all sound very, very familiar, don't they? Jesus was from the tribe of Judah. Was it from the tribe of Joseph or Benjamin, which were the two sons from Rachel? Came from the tribe of Judah. That was his lineage. Also, the ministers, the music ministers, you want to say, the worship leaders were Levites. Levites, tribe of Levi, Leah's. Isn't that interesting? That that God, in his infinite wisdom, in his infinite care for us, provided for Jacob, number one. We know now he had 12 sons. Don't know how many daughters. They don't talk about them. My guess is a lot of them in the mix. But anyway, you have 12 sons. The 12 tribes of Israel. All because Jacob still followed God even when he messed up. Not any of the children of Rachel's were done. Leah was despised and rejected. Many like our Savior was despised and rejected. If you remember... Jacob favored Joseph and Benjamin. We know the stories of Joseph with the many colors, the coat of many colors, and how he just kind of showed favoritism. But yet God still, God still used Leah's sons. God still used Leah. Even though she had weak eyes, whatever that is, even though she was not as loved as much as Rachel. Rachel got Jacob's love here on earth. Leah got to see God's love all throughout history. And don't get me wrong, Joseph, what a story that one is. What a way God used Joseph in such a mighty way. God used Joseph to save the family, to save a lot of people. God uses all the stuff that comes our way. That's the way God works. What about us? What does all this have to do with us? Folks, we're all tricksters. We pull the wool over people's eyes. We do things that we know we shouldn't. We mess up. We go off on tangents. We go try to do our thing. We like some people more than others. We love some people more than others. Yet God still can use us and still teaches us and can still show us. So just remember, if maybe you're not loved as much as others, Or maybe you feel despised and rejected. God will bless you anyway. 
and will bless you in ways that you can never imagine. Would Leah ever have thought that God would have blessed her in such a mighty way? Wow. Tribes of, Jew, of, of, of Israel, all the tribes of Israel. Wow, 12 of them. 10 of them came from Leah and her maidservants. The other two came from Rachel. Strong people, good people, used by God. You see, he uses everything, no matter what. He uses it. That's the God we serve. That's the God of the Bible. That's what he's trying to tell us. You may mess up. You may do things behind my back, but I will watch over and care for you if you will trust me and follow me anyway. And Jacob did. What a glorious God we serve. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for all you do for us. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love and mercy. We just ask you, Lord, to use us no matter what comes our way. Show us, help us, open our hearts and our minds and our lives to you. Let us serve you no matter what comes. We love you, we praise you, and we lift you in Jesus' name, amen. I must apologize when I'm at home. I have a little dog that likes to bark loudly. And apparently somebody came through the yard. Heaven forbid. <laughs> May the Lord bless you today. I hope everything goes well for you. Look forward to seeing you next Sunday. You take care. May God bless.